Hey, Presto, Gavin here, episode number 49. This is Mastermind Podcast. Hope you've had a great week so far. Question, if a mistake has been made in your business, what should you do about it? I'll give you a scenario. I'll change the names to protect the innocent. But a client of mine rang me up this week and they had priced wholesale manufacturing prices that they'd given to a major, major opportunity for them, a major uh, um, retailing uh, customer for them. The challenge was that was presented was a portion of the prices, let's say 20% of the prices of the range of SKUs, 20% of the SKUs, the member of the team providing the pr- price, putting the prices together, actually had given the customer, the retailer, cost prices rather, uh, rather than the selling prices of this uh, manufacturer. So the manufacturer is my client, and a member of their team had, for 20% of the SKUs, had given raw material cost prices and passed the cost price on to the supplier as a selling price instead of passing the selling price on. And what made this doubly worse was this was the first order, first purchase order for a big new contract, and these 20% of the SKUs were likely to be the best sellers out of the whole of the range of those individual products that this um, major retailer was going to put up uh, in terms of uh, their retail price. So what should they do about it? Um, so initially, um, the uh, managing director of the business put his hand up, explained the mistake, got in touch with their the buyer at the, the retailer. And the retailer, understandably, wasn't too happy about this scenario. You know, they'd agreed a purchase order. He presented a business case to his management team. That business case had got signed off and approved. This was a you know a major significant contract for both parties. And so he wasn't happy. Um, my, the MD, my client, got back to them and said, look, we're really sorry about this situation, but actually these are the selling prices that we actually need. This is the prices that my member of my team should have given you. Um, to which the response from the retailer was, yeah, but I've got my purchase order. I've got my business case agreed. Um, you know, we're gonna, I cannot change those prices. So at this stage, the MD rang me and said, what do I do about this? Do I, I think I'm just going to wait until I hear back, maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after from the retailer. To which my advice was, I wouldn't do that. Now, in my sense, I think this is the first major interaction, commercial interaction with this new client um, has put uh, th- this thing going wrong has put your whole order and your future contract value at risk. The lifetime value of the customer could well be zero as a result of this because you have made you have given a problem to the buyer. And worse than that, okay, let's not put aside any blames. Let's look for a solution to the, to, the, to the problem. But worse than having given the problem, you are leaving the problem with the customer, uh, with sorry, with the, with the buyer to solve. So the buyer somehow got to go and look silly in front of their manager to get buy-in to a change in the business case. And the most likely answer is no. The only thing going in your favour is the time it will take for them to re- get to the same point in negotiating with another potential customer and another potential manufacturer. So my sense was, okay, for these 20% of SKUs, what's the minimum price point that you viably can make them? Still make a margin, still be, but you, um, you can viably 
continue to supply those so that effectively you're met halfway. You know, you've cut your margin down. You're giving uh, the retailer on these uh, um, uh, products a discount on those items um, so that you are showing good faith. You're giving him something that he can take to his managers, his line managers go, look, the, the supplier, and the manufacturer has, you know, done something about this to try and correct the problem. And um, my the, my client, the MD, said, right, okay. I said, so now work with your team to get the pricing about, you know, what's the best possible price you could do on these 20% SKUs? Because just think about it this way. If you get this right, you secure the rest of the order and the other 80% of SKUs are at your ideal margin. But your 20%, you know, whether you want to call it a loss leader or whatever, it's your mistake. You have to do whatever you can to retain the contract. Now, somebody with a different negotiating stance uh, may have negotiated different, but I just put some context. In this situation, this retailer is so big, they have all of the buyer power and the supplier, the manufacturer is relatively small and has little or no supplier power. So hence my thinking around that. The result of which the next day, um, the buyer comes back and says, great, I've managed to get that signed off. I've got through and we're good to go. And my client rings me up delighted that they've actually got uh, the purchase order confirmed and manufacturer started on what they hope, what everybody hopes to be the first of a number of orders, which will be a, consist- a considerable contract, which will be a mutual win-win both for the retailer and from the manufacturing clients of mine. So I think it kind of in summary in this situation Things go wrong. Of course they go wrong. A member of your team, yourself included, could make a mistake. So first of all, put your hand up, own up to it, apologise, explain the mistake. That's the first number one. Two, don't leave them with the problem. You know, I said to my client, you know, you passed the monkey over to them. You caused the problem and you've left him with the problem. He shouldn't be solving it. You should be solving it. This is what I suggest you do to solve it. So don't leave the monkey on the back of your customer. You know, it's in your interest to solve the problem. And then thirdly, do it quick. You know, we had this conversation, had this conversation with the MD. Um, To be honest, it was like eight, nine o'clock in the evening. And I said, I'm sorry, he needs to get this as quickly as possible so that when he comes into work, when he checks his emails later this evening, even, or certainly first thing in the morning, he realized he has something tangible he can take to his line management and get a yes from and get a negotiation from. At the moment, he's taken to his line management and you left him with the problems to solve. So I'm sorry this time of night, but you're going to have to do the work, speak to your, um, you know, your, your your costing team, and between you, you're going to have to be able to sort out what your m- sort of minimal viable pricing is on those first 20% of those SKUs. He did that, did it quickly. It shortened the period of time to a solution, and ultimately the customer said yes, and the buyer said yes. He got buy-in from his line manager, and that will hopefully be a very successful uh, ongoing relationship. So stage one apologize, explain the situation, explain it was human error. There's a different conversation about the systems and checks and balances you have in place in terms of checking the work members of your team, but that's that's a conversation for another day. Uh, so apologize. Second is don't leave them with the monkey on their back. If you created the problem, you come up with a solution and pitch that solution to them. That's possibly more of a win for them in terms of a longer term lifetime value of a client. Uh, sorry, more of a win for them in the short term, but in the context of the lifetime value of a client, it's going to be a win-win. And then thirdly, do it quick. Speed stunts. Have a great week.